Everybody doing? Welcome to the Shadowless Podcast, Episode Two. Jordan, we made it. We didn't get canceled. Episode we, Two already. Episode Two. We did not get canceled, so I'm, I'm happy to say we are here and we're continuing onward. I'm, I'm excited for that. That's I, crazy. I am too. If this is your first time joining the Shadowless Podcast, uh, we talk about a little bit about Pokemon news. We talk about our, our some of our Pokemon stories throughout life, but we like to focus on Pokemon collecting, whether it be the card game, random merchandise, toys, etc. We are talking about a video game stuff. We are here to talk about Pokemon collecting uh, because that's what we love. That's what we love. Hopefully, that's what we love. Is that what you love, Jordan? What's Pokemon? Oh, what is Pokemon? Now that's a topic for a different video. <laughs> that's a that's a different one. That's a long. Long discussion. It is a long discussion. History. And I just got to say, episode one released last week. This is a weekly podcast. And a lot of people, a, a lot of positive feedback, a lot of people contacting us. I am, I'm shocked. So thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, spreading positive vibes about the podcast and tagging us on social media and telling us how much you enjoyed the podcast and couldn't wait till episode two. Um, it, it's insane. It's just people kept tagging us every single day. It's, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. And likewise, I want to say like a big thank you to everyone who hit us up on Instagram or let it be Twitter or in the YouTube comments, uh, the, the sharing around of the podcast, the, the extreme, like, you know, great feedback that we got. Uh, it means a lot to us. You know, we, we have a lot of fun doing this. It's an idea we had for a while. And the fact yeah. that you guys really enjoy what we had to, to say and to talk about really, you know, brought a smile to us. So we, we do appreciate it very much. It Thank did. You. And I tried to repost, and I know you did as well, Jordan, but I tried to, uh, uh, repost everything that I was tagged in uh, about the Shadowless podcast. So um, please feel free to keep spreading the word about the Shadowless podcast. Um, as of right now, I think we're only on Spotify, uh, but we're working hard to try to get it up on iTunes, just waiting for that approval. Yep, just waiting for the approval. Hopefully within the next week from this one, we should be on there. Uh, but stay up to date by you know following our socials and uh, listening to the podcast to figure out, you know, when it when it's in other places, but yes, yeah, Spotify is yes. on Spotify. So if you like Spotify, it's there. Uh, Buzzsprout, you know, in general, you can go there and listen to it regularly. Um, so yeah, there's there's a couple options right now, but more options are coming soon, very very soon. And if this is your first time joining, I am Nate, aka Real Breaking Nate. Uh, some of you may have seen my YouTube videos. You can search Real Breaking Nate, or you may have seen me on social media. Um, and who are you? Uh, me, uh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. My name is Jordan Fringe. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I also make Pokemon content uh, on the internet, uh, specifically YouTube. Uh, all I have to do is search that name, and you're going to see me making some silly faces, opening a bunch of cards, and same thing across all social media. Just Jordan Fringe, you'll find me. Isn't that a question we're asking ourselves all throughout life, though, is who am I? Yeah, who it's, am it's a question I... I I ask myself every day. I wake up, I go to the mirror, and I say, "Who are you?" And, and sometimes the mirror tells it, me back, "You're Jordan Fringe." It I'm takes like, oh, okay. a, sometimes it takes a lifetime to figure out. 
It does. But that's okay. That is okay. Because you're not supposed to figure everything out tomorrow. So let's let's dive right into this. Jordan. Yes. I know I know you had a, a busy week. I had a very or busy, busy week. weekend. Uh, it just doesn't stop. Where were you at this weekend? <laughs> I was at a little convention called MAGFest, which stands for Music and Gaming Fest. I didn't know that. I was actually kind of curious what that stood for. Well, now you, now you know. It's uh, it's I'm all about the celebration of music and gaming and then music within gaming. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff to do. It's a four-day con that went from Thursday to Sunday. It's 24 hours each day nonstop. Uh, oh. So there's a lot to do, uh, and it, it goes by way too quick. <laughs> Aren't you tired? 24 hours each day? I am day? so tired. <laughs> I am really tired. At what point are you supposed to sleep? If you do, you do. If you don't, you're just the, you're just riding the party. It just I'm doesn't lame. stop. I'm lame. I'd be <laughs> I'd be back in the hotel asleep by ten. <laughs> uh, I mean, the the thing is, like, they have these huge rave concerts uh, that start at like midnight every night, and then there's a nightclub that's attached to the hotel that continues the party. It just doesn't stop. There's always music and something to do, and the arcades are open all night to play. You know, so there's always I'm tired. There's always just some mischief to, to get it. into. That's, yeah, it, it's it is exhausting. By 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 the end of Saturday night, usually, usually Sunday is reserved for people to recover or to leave early. Um, usually, it's Friday and Saturday are, are like the really big party and in like doing everything days yeah. where you're you're doing everything you can. Uh, Thursday is like a chill because it's it's still Thursday. Not everyone's there. Not everything's yeah. really going yet. But Friday and Saturday, like those days are. They they will get they will knock you out by by the end of Saturday night. Um, I was, oof. I mean, I don't even think I closed my eyes until about six a.m. on Sunday morning. Technically, then I woke up. At, we had to be out of our Airbnb by eleven a.m. and then I think I just hit the road and came home. I didn't even go to the con Sunday. I said, you know what, I need a day of rest. So I just came back and 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 tried to sleep, and that's about it. <laughs> so since you were at a con, I imagine that there were probably some goodies there. Did you find there were Did you find anything that you could share? There was a lot of stuff I wanted to get. Uh there was stuff I missed out on, but I did buy a couple of things. And by a couple of things, I literally mean a couple of things. There wasn't too much I ended up did uh, did picking up. But uh what I did get, uh first off, let me reach in my bag of goodies. I got two of these uh fake pez, I guess the best way to call it. They're candy dispensers. But they're Pokemon themed. They're from 1999. Uh, there's six of them. I got two of them. So there's a Pikachu, a Blastoise, a Squirtle. That's a lot of Squirtle love right there. Uh, Psyduck, Charmander, and Mew. Uh, and I was lucky enough to take home a Blastoise and also a Psyduck, which the is the best uh, one know, ever, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're actually really cool. They're not in the best of condition. I did get a, a decent uh, deal on them. Uh, the, the the rough market price they go for, you can find these for about 15 bucks a piece. Um, but I was able to get two for 25 So, you know, we'll save a little fiver there. little fiver. Uh, I will not eat this candy, no matter how much Nate wants to bait me into trying I really it. wish you would. I don't. I just don't want to open it. Come I just, on. I'm just scared. It's going to turn to dust. How about how about if we make it to episode three? You have to make it one more week. <laughs> wow, what a what a hard task! I see. Uh, that, I don't know if I can make it. I see that these are made by a toy site. Is that what it's called? Yes, toy to- site, and it says we know how to play. I think they made a couple other Pokemon items as well. Um, they did. I don't have the full 
knowledge of the line uh, of everything that they've done, but I have seen on a lot of Pokemon products their name in the past. Yeah, for a I, lot of the vintage stuff. I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I think I just got an eBay alert from <laughs> from something I won, and mm-hmm. I think it actually might be made by Toy Site. Oh well, there you go. Perfect. Let's take a quick look. It is. It is one hundred percent. But we can't spoil that item yet, can we? Um, it, I'll tell you, it's Pokemon Snap related. Oh, ooh! It's Pokemon Snap related. Um, I, I do have a Pokemon Snap video in the works, um, but I'm just I'm working hard to get a couple more things. So that's fair. Um, I also uh, I picked up this really fluffy. Listen, I'm I like Mimikyu a lot, okay? So I have like a lot of Mimikyu plushes, and every time I find a new one, I have to get it. Yeah, and I got I this uh, extremely fluffy one. I I uh, it's it's super fluffy. It's it's official. Um, it's from Japan. It's imported. Okay, good because we we only like official stuff. I mean, I have some handmade ones that aren't official that I want to support some artists. No, I, I understand that, but but the boot, but, bootleg but if I stuff, find when, yeah, we don't support stuff. that. Yeah, not not just yeah, not not the bootleg stuff. Uh, but this this Mimikyu is so fl- and when I say like that, it's fluffy. Like it is it is fluffy, and so, I like it. It's the size of a regular plushie. You know, it's no bigger than a foot, right at, at longest. So, uh, but it's it's fluffy. What's the on a scale of one to ten? What's the fluff factor? I would say it's rocking a solid twelve. Oh wow, it's, that's it's pretty uh, fluffy. That's definitely some fluffiness going on right there. Oh yeah, and I'm very excited. There was also a giant Mimikyu, or not sorry, a giant Cyndaquil. I wanted to get that was also really fluffy. A giant Cyndaquil, like one of the biggest plushes I've ever seen. Is it one uh, of those like um like life size? It was. I I would say it would probably equal out to what a life size yeah. uh, Cyndaquil would be. Yeah. Uh, it was going for 120 dollars, and I was about to go back and buy it. Because I love Cyndaquil, and it was already sold, and they didn't have any more, and I was really upset. Oh. Uh, I, I, and literally, they told me they sold it right after I walked away. Because I said, yeah, I'll come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. They said, we literally sold it the second you left. And I was like, I, I should have just done it. I should have just bought it. But I hesitated. But you know what? Hey, that's $120 left in my pocket to buy something else with. I have a, uh, um, a life-size so. Bulbasaur plush that hang, or not, doesn't hang but sits in my background. So You don't uh, know I, how bad... I wanted that life-size uh, Furret plush that was on the Pokemon <laughs> Center website. It was $350. It's seven feet long. I really wanted one. I mean, that'd be amazing. I love, I love Furret so much. Um, I want a life-size uh, Alone Executor. Well, I mean, I think you need a whole <laughs> house just for that one. So <laughs> that, one's a, that one's a big one. Okay. Uh, can you imagine getting a life-size Whale Lord? Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I already have the big Whale Lord plush that came out, but I don't if they made a life-size one. I mean, hey, you know, that's that's your own house there. You know, that that's the size of a house. So. Now, I'm not trying to um, you know, peel back the band-aid on any wounds or anything that you may have Uh-oh. here, but um you told me that you might have found a Pokemon Snap station while you were at this convention. <sighs> yes, I did. Uh if you don't know, everyone's getting snap stations. That's uh, what all the cool kids are doing. All the cool kids are getting <laughs> snap stations. Uh, you know, obviously, your boy here, Real Breaking Nate, uh, got one. Uh, yeah. And it's beautiful, and it's in his background, and you could see it by watching his videos. Uh, I finally got to see another one in person since I was a kid at Blockbuster using it back in the day. I finally got to see one in person again. 
at this convention called MAGFest that we were just speaking about. And it was in the Pokemon area in use for people who want to play Pokemon Snap while waiting to get into tournaments for, you know, Sword and Shield. And, uh, well, I talked to the owner of it. And I was like, just name a price because I had my car there. I drove to the convention. I could take it off his hands right now. And uh, he said, it's not for sale. We're still using it for the convention. I said, okay, uh, what about towards the end? the convention like on sunday like i'll stay i'll wait till you're done using it and you name the price you set the 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 negotiating term start right because uh, i don't want to offend you know yeah, i always I let them you. come out with the price first and uh it's just it was just a consistent no you know obviously i didn't want to push it and be rude so you know internally screaming disappointed sad uh but you know respectable in person because that's that's what you have to do As you should you know, yeah. everything goes you your should way be respectable yeah um and yeah, I like came home empty-handed. I, I didn't. I don't have a snap station yet. But one day you'll get one eventually. One day I will. Unfortunately, I need to have one. Unfortunately, I think the the prices are <laughs> uh, a, a little bit high on those now. Just a little bit. Um, I got mine back in August of 2019, um, and that was before the big, the big boom of uh, everybody getting Pokemon snap stations. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things I think people forgot about. I think people forgot about Pokemon Snap stations. And, and once once you saw them or re- reminded of them, you instantly wanted one. And I don't blame oh, I don't blame you. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful looking machine. It's it's very nostalgic driven, especially if you have one that completely still works and functions and yeah. comes with everything that it can. Like that's that's dope. That's a holy grail find. That's in, that's. Say, I'd say that's probably in the top ten Pokemon like item finds. Oh, it was in my top ten for the longest time. I knew I'd been looking for one for a long time, and uh, finally had the opportunity to buy one. Um, but it it should it, if you have the opportunity to buy a Pokemon Snap Station, you have the funds to do it. You have the car space to get it to your house, uh, and you have the space in your house. I highly suggest owning one because it's just. I, I just look at it in amazement every time. It's just a big box of nostalgia. Yeah, your background's getting pretty uh pretty nice looking. Pretty 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 solid back there with the collectibles that you're getting over there. You have two giant amazing machines. Yeah, Pokemon uh, Snap that, Station that and then the Pokemon Arcade Machine. Oof, like I can't even imagine. Like who else, who else has that? <laughs> who else has one? Let us know. You have one? In, let us know in, in, in an email. Send us an email if you have one. Um, uh, I can even because I've never that seen one. that in 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 anyone's collection until now. Um, I almost bought not too long ago, and I I don't know if I can remember the name of it specifically, but and I had no idea this existed either. Um, mm-hmm. but it was made back in 1999 or 98. Uh, I'm leaning more towards 98, but do you remember mm-hmm. like if you'd go to the shopping mall, there'd be the, these big kiosks and you would go and stand and get your picture taken. Do you remember that? Remember that? Like you get like a strip printed out. I mean, I'm trying to remember a specific Pokemon related one. That's the thing. Like I'm, I'm saying like you remember those machines in general though, right? Yeah, in general, those machines, yeah, photo booths everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. But this one was a Pokemon themed one. I don't know. And, if I and so it would, one. it would, uh, you go get your picture taken, and then it'd print out like Pokemon on the picture with you. It, 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 I'd never seen one before, and it was a legit product. It was made by. Um, here's the weird part: it was made by Sega. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's it was like it was like one of the divisions of the Sega company. That's that's very interesting, actually. Yeah, the the fact that that Sega would make a product. That's uh, yeah. That's 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 very. I'm tr- I'm really trying to rack my brain to see if I remember anything like that, and I just I can't. The closest thing I had to that was the uh, the Pokemon camera. You know, the one that looked like Pikachu and had a little you know Pokeball on it or Master Ball on it. Yeah. Um, and when you took the pictures and got them developed. It, the border of the picture yeah. had a bunch of Pokemon on it. I had that camera. I still have that camera somewhere. Uh, and I still have some photos from when I was super young uh, on a trip to Vegas I went on because uh, my grandma used to live in Nevada. And um, I remember just taking a bunch of pictures of, like, nothing with it. So I have some pictures around in some album with just a Pokemon border <laughs> around the picture of just nothing. It's just something happening just because I had that camera. Um it- but that's the closest thing I had to ever, like or, or remember, you know, shooting something with actual Pokemon on the picture with you, but it, not it, not to the lengths of a photo booth. Yeah, it, awesome. it's it's crazy, like discovering stuff like this all these years later. Because, like I said, I had no idea that something like this existed, so I'm still trying to discover some information on this machine. So, um, it, I mean, that's just a, that's a, something to track it down. We got yeah. we got to find it. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I think it was like. The guy was wanting like nine hundred dollars for it. Um, I almost bought it, almost. I mean, but I, 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 I I've been hard to say no. It, it I had to say no because I didn't know how I was going to get it here. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> shipping would be crazy. <laughs> um, and then what am I going to do with it? It's 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 massive. You know what I mean? Like it's bigger than the arcade machine that's sitting back there. Yeah, that's something that I don't think really enters the house i think that's like a garage yeah it's it's a garage item. machine yeah definitely which is nice but it's like it that just takes up space and then when you if you ever move becomes an inconvenience mm-hmm. and then you know i don't know there's just a lot of maintenance that comes with that so i totally get it would it be amazing to have a hundred percent absolutely absolutely so but whoever grabs that i am very envious of you if you are able to get one of those and if anybody has inf- any information or remembers those from way back yeah, in the we day, come over and take pictures with you. Send us an it. email, uh, shadowless, uh, shadowless podcast. I want to get my picture taken with a poly whirl. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and go straight into some news here that we got. Some news, yes. We got news on the docket. Some news, some official news. Um, so we got a couple things. Obviously, this time of year, uh, as far as like Pokemon collecting wise for news, there's not a whole lot. Um, especially since. We are just finishing up, or we, yeah, we, I mean, I would say we're just finishing up with Sun and Moon and heading into Sword and Shield. I mean, the video games released, um, but here in the United States, obviously the anime is not released yet. We're just finishing up with uh, Sun and Moon anime in the United States. So uh, we're in that transitional period. So, but uh, there is a couple things. There's a couple things. I, I think probably the, one of the biggest things, would be the Meowth VMAX collection box just dropped yes. less than a week ago. Yes, last Friday, I believe, was the release Last date. Friday. It's Friday before this podcast was uploaded. Yes. And uh, I know you opened up one, right? I opened up, uh, yeah, I opened up two of them on my Battle of the Boxes series. I, I only opened up one. Um, what was your initial thoughts about this Meowth VMAX collection box? Um, it's a cool... I mean, it was surprising to see a five set, a five card, you know, five booster pack yeah. box 
um, just especially the way they laid it out. Like you look at it at first glance, you're like, oh, is there, is there supposed to be five or is there supposed to be six? Like you can't you can't even tell. Um, of course, that you know the extra throw in is an evolutions, so thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, really needed that one. Uh, but the the V and the V Max cards are very nice. Um, I I do like that. You know, compared to the opening the Japanese you know booster boxes uh, a couple weeks ago for me, and I know you just recently opened them. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that they kept the the texture differences on just the regular the Vs. Oh yeah, uh, because you can feel Meowth is smooth, but like the background is a little bit more coarse, and then it's more embossed on the on the actual Pokemon. They just look really cool, and then you look at the V Max and how like colorful it is, and all the texture on it. It looks incredible. Uh, so I'm re- I'm very happy with the way that the V and V Max cards do look, and uh, it gets me excited to to actually pull some American you know, or just any you know outside of Japanese region cards. Yeah, some some uh, English, to, uh, some uh, English or wherever cards. you're from, you know. Right, because um, it's great to always get you know the the Japanese stuff. I like getting those sets early. You know, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for like the main collection, how I collect, I, I'm very excited for the English set, um, combining both Sword and Shield into one. Yeah. Uh, you know, big set, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited to see it. I'm really excited to see the gold cards because uh, I haven't pulled a proper gold card yet with all that all that sparkle on it from the Japanese boxes. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to see how crazy that gets. Now we're just um, assuming that's going to make its way to the Sword and Shield set. Outside right, we're of Japan. assuming that because everything have... else kind of points to yes, but it there's does. no we we don't have confirmation until we actually. Uh, Start seeing that, which we'll probably start seeing. I mean, how it comes out at the beginning of February. February seventh uh, is so the release date. Yeah, and then we'll of probably we'll, start seeing it trickle about a week or two before we'll start seeing trickles of it. Well, pop we'll see up online. We'll see pictures. the uh, we got the pre-releases. Yeah, the, the, there you go. Two pre-releases. two weeks prior to that, um, you just go to Pokemon.com, go to the TCG page and kind of or play event page or something like along those lines and find a pre-release there. Um, but these are the very first V and V Max Pokemon cards released outside of Japan, the Meowth V and the Meowth V Max. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting a little taste of V and V Max, um, here you go, $30 box. Um, one of the interesting things I found about it is I went to go find this box. I had a hard time finding it. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, could not find a single a single Walmart had uh, not stocked it or all the Walmarts that I went to were not stocked with it. Um, I I'm from Indiana. So we have a store called Meyer in our area as well. No Meyer was stocked with them. Um, I even had a few local card game shops that were not stocked with them too. I had to end up going to GameStop and getting mine there. For, for yeah, that's where I ended up finding mine. I got mine from GameStop for 30, um, $30. I mean, it's a, uh, and like you had mentioned, you know, we both we both had thought that this was going to be a twenty dollar box uh, because we oh, thought there yeah, was only four booster like packs inside of it. Yeah, I didn't know it was five booster packs until I held it in my hand. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, what what was there? A little extra evolutions doing back there? <laughs> what yeah, are you doing over I'll there? I'll take the it. Corner? I'll take it. Why not? I mean, you know, sure. You know what? You know, you can, you can get the, the the full art Charizard. You know, you never know. I mean, plus, you know, if, if you think about it, five booster packs. You're getting the jumbo card. You're getting the full art V Max. You're getting the Meowth V. I mean, there's a lot a lot of stuff inside that box, and then the code card as well, obviously. Um, I could have gone for a pin. A pin would have been cool. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if they made a new pin for like the Gigantamax Pokemon for V Max? Like, if we had like a long Meowth pin. Oh, that'd be insane. That'd be pretty cool. I would. I would. I would have liked the pin. You know. So make that make that thirty a little bit 
little bit more appetizing. Throw a pin. In I it. have the Meow's V Max in my hand right now. Um, so if you're not familiar with uh, a little bit of what the card does, it does have 300 HP, um, and then it has a G Max Gold Rush for four, four colorless energy and 200 damage, and you get to draw three cards. Um, now the interesting thing about this is this card will be legal in the Dallas regionals, not this weekend, but next weekend. Uh, so we could potentially already see some V and V max play, uh, before sword and shield set gets released. So that will be really interesting. They're going to like mix a deck and then throw in like just two new cards, you know? Well, I saw, like, that's, I saw the thing floating around online. Um, that if you paired it with Electrode GX, which has the ability that you can knock out the Electrode GX and take five energies from your discard pile and attach mm-hmm. them to a Pokemon. So the thing with that Electrode GX is that you can take the five energies and you can attach them to a Pokemon that's not an EX or a GX. Hmm. But Meowth is a VMAX. It's neither of those. So you could attach all five of those energies if you wanted to Meowth VMAX. I mean, there's your play right there. Interesting, interesting play. I saw that floating around uh, online by a lot of people. So um, a little little interesting play right there. So we do have that Meowth VMAX. So if you want to go grab that, uh, $30 is probably what you're going to pay for that. Um, like I said, not a whole lot of news. Uh, one of the, Another interesting thing is we did see uh, the Hidden Fates UK box start dropping here in the United States. It's been it's been trickling uh, from what you've been saying, which kind of makes sense to how I found mine. Yeah, a few weeks ago, uh, my local card shop just randomly had them in. Uh, no context, they just got them in, and I went and bought some. You know, and uh, you were mentioning earlier, yeah, the, that they're they're going into stores now. Yeah, I, I last weekend I saw them start popping up in my Meyer stores and my Walmart stores and not just like one or two, but like a stack of them, like five or six of them. Um, $50 a piece. If you're not familiar with these boxes, um, I opened up one on the channel on my channel. I know you opened up one on your channel too. Or yeah, I did another battle of the boxes. I opened up two of them because I had a good holiday deal at the card shop. Yeah. Uh, which was buy one, get one half off. So, uh, which is for that set, oh yeah, uh, a steal. <laughs> and and this box is a good alternative to the ultra premium collection box, which is the hundred dollars hidden fates box. So if you're yes. really interested in getting that uh, that shiny Ray Ray uh, promo and the gold Lunala and the gold Solgaleo, this box right here does contain them. Um, and this box is only fifty dollars. So. Uh, it's a, yeah, you'll get a jumbo card instead of Rayquaza instead of the statue. Uh, but you yeah. won't, yeah, you won't get the statue. You're also gonna get about half the packs instead of fifteen. You get seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's still worth it. Like for fifty bucks, you're still getting a lot. Um, you don't get to play you know, that. The statue either. is cool. Oh yeah, you don't get to play them. You do get like a little mini poster mm-hmm. as a substitute in there. Um, so it, it's it's a good alternative. It, it's it's a nice little extra thing. And if you want both, hey. You know, yeah, you can get both. It's a it's a great way to save some money. So if you're someone that's just interested in those uh, promo cards, um, and you want some extra hidden fates packs to go along with it, this is a good fifty dollar box to buy. I, I don't know how if they're going to be restocking them a lot, or if this is like a one time deal type of situation. But I thought it was really interesting that those uh, UK boxes made their way over to mass retail. Yeah. 
I think that's pretty cool. I think I feel like they just Pokemon Solid Demand for more. Maybe. And they kind of work something out to just release them over here. Or if there was an extra abundance somewhere else, they just shipped them over here because we just wanted more. And it's right after the holidays and all these, you know, yeah. people have gift cards or, or some extra cash now. So so who knows? There's, you know, there's, there's, there's never enough hidden ways. fates. So Pokemon Company, keep bringing it. <laughs> yeah, please. Just we need we need more uh, Charizards out there. Uh, I mean, I, if they released a new Hidden Fates product tomorrow, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I could say I'm done with Hidden Fates, but I'm also never done with Hidden Fates. But I am very right. close to finishing. I think I need about six more cards. Oh, you're closer than me. I'm very close. I am. I'm on the edge. You're what's uh, a couple off the top of your head? What ones are you missing? Uh, full art dark rye. Uh, I need. Uh, there's there's a glaceon right? Yeah. Shiny, I need glaceon. Shiny glaceon. I need Sylveon. Um, I need the full art electrode. And oh, there's another full art. I need. I think I need the full art Silvalli, I think. I think those are the six I need left. Wow. It's, it's so interesting because, like, that stuff has been easy to pull for me. But yeah, it's, it's always been the weirdest cards that have been hard to pull for me. Like, I got the char- I got two Charizards pretty quick. I got Cynthia pretty quick. Heck, I got two gold cards back-to-back in one tin. Like, you know, like, it's it's been pretty easy getting some of the harder quote-unquote cards, yeah. right? But, like, it's the easy ones I've had a problem with, as we'll discuss later. Uh, but it's... It's just weird. The Hidden Fates has been such a weird journey for me. I feel like I'm collecting the set backwards almost. <laughs> I, I know one off the top of my head, I'm still missing uh, Shiny Greninja. I, I can't pull yeah, it. See, like after, see, I got so happy because I pulled one, right? And then I was like, awesome. And in that same video when I was doing it, the next tin I opened, I pulled another. And I was like, oh, that takes the excitement out of it. And I was like, yes, finally, I pulled this card. Yeah, I, and I, now I, pulled I can't pull it. But anyway, there's there's your Hidden Fates <laughs> news for the week. <laughs> <laughs> now you're all caught up on your Hidden Fates news, and that's welcome to the Hidden Fates podcast. Um, all up to date, every Hidden Fates product. And then we have an Alolan Sandslash GX box releasing on January 24th. Um, yeah, little little last release, little last hurrah. Yeah, like, this is like right before... Right before Sword and Shield on February 7th. Uh, and this is just your standard box. It's $20. Uh, it will come with that exclusive promo, uh, Alolan Sand Slash GX. Uh, this might be our last GX. I think it is. I'm surprised they didn't do two at once, uh, like where it was Alolan you know, Sand Slash and like Alolan Ninetales. Yeah. Because uh, I think that would have been like a really cool like double release. Because uh, it's, just, it's just so weird. It's just such a weird release. Like it, it it's is. the last one, and it's like, okay, we have one more box coming out. What we got? Uh, I don't know. Sand slash. Let's give a little sand slash some love. All right, here's a box. Twenty bucks. You know what you get. And what what do we get in that box? By the way, what 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 four packs are we getting in there? Obviously, we're getting at least minimum one cosmic eclipse. We got one cosmic eclipse. No, we got two cosmic Perfect. eclipse. Oh wow, they're, so they're really going I'm look, crazy. This I'm time. looking at the product artwork, and the product artwork is always subject to change. So absolutely, um, it's not a guarantee until you start seeing it on the shelf. Um, so yes. in in the product artwork, it does show two cosmic clips, one of unified minds, and then everybody's favorite Steam Siege. Oh, finally, <laughs> finally Steam was, Siege getting some it. love, right? <laughs> oh, fine. It's been so long. I can't wait to this year. This year. 
by August, it, that pack will be four years old. Honestly, it, it does not bother me at all. I know a lot of people have some gripes with it, and it's perfectly fine. But, you know, there could be worse things going on, you know? What what if it I was mean, a twenty? Not wrong. What if it was a twenty dollar box and it only came with three packs? You know, it, it, there there's worse things out there. So that's fair. You know, you know, just that's fair. Who knows? Twenty years from now, Steam Siege could be an extremely valuable set. Who knows? Yeah, that's the it, thing. It, watch Steam Siege be the most valuable <laughs> set ever of all time. It's more in demand than base set and. Everyone's and like Skyridge who? <laughs> Skyridge, yeah. Yeah, Aquapolis. yeah. It's like, oh, it's all about Skyridge and that one person out there who thought ahead and collected a bunch of sealed product for it is like sitting there going, I'm rich. <laughs> like that's you know, good for that guy who who saw the market. Um Who needs you know, hey, who needs an who illustrator knows? card when you can have Steam Siege? Yeah, who needs illustrator? <laughs> you can have like a few booster boxes of Steam Siege, it'll put your kids through college, you know, that's great. So uh, that's really all we have as far as releases and, and news kind of in the collecting world. This episode is going to be pretty um, kind of card heavy, which we don't try to make every episode very card heavy. But, you know, it's a it's a big thing out there in the Pokemon collecting community. So, um, yeah. Uh, and if you are curious There's about news. Dallas regionals, that's 17th through the 19th uh, in Dallas, Texas, in the United States. So uh, if you're interested in going to that, go to Dallas regionals. Um, yeah. Let's see here. I think one of the big things that we wanted to talk about this week, we always have a huge topic that we want to discuss and kind of really dive deep down into. And uh, the topic that we're going to be discussing this week is some of the places or the best places to find Pokemon items. And I'm not talking just cards. I'm not talking plushies, video games, anything. I'm not talking about just mm-hmm. one single thing. I'm talking about just anything Pokemon collecting related. Some of the best websites and actual physical locations to find some Pokemon items, new or vintage. So I mean, there's there's a bunch of places. There there is there is. Um, let let's start off with some of the obvious spots, and, sure. and I think I think the one that probably comes to everybody everybody's mind is eBay. Yes. E- eBay is kind of like the go-to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but the downside to eBay is everybody knows about eBay. That's yeah, it's it's the biggest open market for for looking for stuff like this. It is, and it, if you're out there looking for it, someone else is as well. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like I said, everybody knows about eBay, so you have a lot of eyes watching. And it can be harder to get things for uh, for a deal. I mean, essentially, when you're when you're collecting a Pokemon plushie or cards or video games, you want to get the best deal as possible. Uh, you know, you want mm-hmm. that steal, that steal of a deal. Um, and it Absolutely. it can be hard to get that on eBay because everybody knows about eBay, and yes. everybody's looking on eBay. And eBay's to the point to where you know you can get alerts when someone outbids you or alerts when. Uh, something pops up on eBay to a specific search you have. So it's it's hard to get a good deal on eBay. But It is. It's hard. But they're out there. They're out there. I still buy plenty of things on eBay, probably more than I should. <laughs> more than I like to admit. Yeah, definitely more <laughs> than happens. I like to admit. Um, it happens. Hey, sometimes you find the things you want, and sometimes you just you sleep on stuff, and you don't get to have a full set of your sealed jelly. But it happens. Don't bring up the jelly again. <laughs> don't bring up the jelly again you know hey man you slept on it you should have got it i'm a little bitter about it i, I kind of wish i would have got it jelly. yeah i kind of wish i would have got it now hey 
It'll we'll find it again. Do you have um are you a frequent eBay purchaser when it comes to Pokemon stuff? I would say pretty decently. I, I've gotten quite a bit off eBay over the last uh especially the last like three years. Um I've definitely gotten a good amount of stuff on there. Uh so the last maybe six months not so heavily, but I definitely have my spouts like randomly yeah. throughout the year where I'm just on an eBay kick and I'm just like, okay, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I'll just go for a bunch of different items. Do you have any um, saved searches? Uh, Probably, yeah. <laughs> Is there any that you wouldn't remember off the top of your head? Just one or two saved searches that you can just give us, take us on a trip to the mind of Jordan Fringe. Oh, no. Um... It's it's always obscure, weird things. It's never like, it's never like usually cards. Like sometimes I'll look at like cards or booster yeah. packs and boxes from like the old days and be like, oh wow, just to see what stuff's going for. Like yeah. I have like a diamond and pearl box I'm looking at. It's going for like a thousand dollars. It's like eesh. you know, it's cool, but like yikes. Um, you know, I like looking at stuff like that. Um, it's mostly like specialty stuff like if it's a vintage item like i think one of the one of the more recent things uh, that i actually got from there was you know you know the uh the original pokemon like dinnerware silverware like there was like a bowl a plate yeah and stuff like that i got a sealed box of that stuff Ooh, um, i'm jealous it was super cheap it was literally like less than f- like maybe 15 20 bucks oh wow got a really good deal on it and you're gonna yeah, leave it in the fast. box right oh yeah it's staying okay, in the box yeah. i'm not gonna use it um, so I got like stuff like that. Like it's, it's always like oddities. It's always something pretty weird. Uh, I think my best deal though is the Pokemon VCR, uh, from eBay. I was able to get it. So it didn't come in the actual box. I think there's still a listing on eBay. Like you get the actual box that says Pikachu VH, you know, VCR on it. And it's like $500 on eBay, right? Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm waiting for yeah, I, I, that person I to drop that it. Listing. <laughs> yeah. I always see that listing. Um, so the only thing I don't have is the box, but I had the VCR in great working condition, all the cables and all that. I got that for $25. That's a deal. Uh, that's my best probably eBay deal. It's probably the, one of the most asked about items on my shelf uh, is the VCR. Uh, it's one of my favorite items, and I love it. I don't. So it's stuff like that. I don't blame you for loving that. That's a, a $25? It's not, not a bad deal, and it works. It's a, it's official. It's legit. That's not a and, bad deal at uh, all. I, I mean, I would love to have the box, but I'm not going to pay $500 just to have a box. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. So. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm, I, I know yeah. I know that exact listing you're talking about, and I'm waiting for it to I drop. I always see it. <laughs> it's always there. <laughs> um, I'll kind of – I'll throw one or two out there that I have on mine, um, and, and I'll make it like a really random one too. Okay. So um, – Where's where's a good one here? How about Pokemon display? So Pokemon display. Just just Pokemon display. So anything that was used for display purposes in stores. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are See, I wish I can come buy more of those, you know? Yeah. I, I would like to have more of those. I just got the whole store like signage thing you know that you can hang up that the, the word pokemon glows and it can hang like 
a banner underneath of it. Yeah. I finally got that recently. That was been like something I've been after. Uh, I got a brand new one in box with everything that actually came with the 10th anniversary banner. Oh, nice. Um, which is, uh, or sorry, the 20th anniversary banner, not the 10th. If it came with the 10th, I would have paid a lot more for it. Uh, but <laughs> it's, true. it's like the even, 20th anniversary I wasn't banner. even thinking about that when you said it. I wish I had the 10th anniversary banner. I remember that, that design in my head uh, vividly. But uh, it comes with the 20th anniversary one, so it's from 2016. Uh, it's about seventy dollars. Uh, all said and done, it's brand new. Came with everything in it. I and that one, I got the box with it. It says Pokemon on the box and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, I I love those display items. So like any. Oh, me too. I mean, because those are those are very unique things, and they're uh, they're harder to find. They might not be worth a whole lot, but definitely a little bit harder to find. They're harder to find because more places aren't parting with them. Because a lot right. of places that get them are card shops. And the card shops just leave them on display because they want to say that they think it looks cool, which it, they do. Oh, easily. So they'll just yeah. leave them up and that'll be part of their store decoration. The, I can count like I can't even count like on my hand the amount of times I've been to a store where I found stuff like that and have asked about it and it's not for sale. Uh, the amount of times just with the Pokemon sign that I recently got that people like don't sell is crazy. Like everyone just gets one for their shop. Even if it doesn't work, yeah, they'll just have it, but they will never sell anything. And it's and so I'm just I'm happy I finally was able to find one, um, but yeah I wish there was easier to find some of these little like either the little standees or even like you know bigger taller like displays from the past. Uh, you know I would love to have like an actual like standee movie display with like Mewtwo and Mew. I feel like I remember something like that vividly. I don't know if I'm making that display up or not, but I feel like there's like an it's, old movie standee somewhere I feel like that there I really was. want. I would want something like that. I love movie standees. Um, so I think something like that would be cool. Um, but there's always stuff for like the TCG most often. Like I go to my card shop, they have a little like cosmic eclipse one. That's a little, you know, Blastoise and, and Piplup, you know, the card, mm-hmm. the, the pack art. Um, so yeah, like there's, there's stuff like that, but I, you know, that it's very hard to come by. And if you do, people either want too much for it or won't part with it. So, um, so, I mean, that, that's the eBay talk right there. Um, I think we could probably do an entire episode on eBay, which we probably uh, we will. We could in the do a future. whole episode where we're just going through our list once we like get log in. And that would be interesting. Go all our lists. That would be interesting. That, that'd be an hour segment by itself. Send us an email. Let us know if you want us to do an entire eBay episode and we just go through our entire saved search list. <laughs> yeah, the shadowless podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, let's go into another website. This one okay. I, I don't frequent a whole lot, but I do watch it. Uh, would be Craigslist. Ah, okay. Uh, it, it's it's a gamble. It's rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I'm it's, too sketched out to check it as often. It's risky. It's a risky situation yeah. because where with like eBay, you have uh, you know you can leave reviews, you have ratings, things like that. Um, Craigslist is just it's kind of like the Wild West. Yes, it's it's very unpredictable. Yeah. So. Um, you have to have a lot of trust, <laughs> a lot of trust uh, to to buy something off Craigslist, uh, at least for me. I, I know some people are, are are able to do that without a worry, but not me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can probably count on one. I think actually I've only ever bought one item off of Craigslist. And uh, it I was. I think I have bought anything off Craigslist. You haven't bought anything off Craigslist? I don't think so. I'm trying. I'm. I'm really trying to think. I don't think I've ever used it for a full transaction, ever. I think the only thing I've used was Facebook Marketplace once. 
Okay. That's the closest thing I've ever used to it. We're going to talk about Facebook Marketplace too. Yeah. So, so okay. I have that, uh, the big meowth that sits, big meowth plushie that sits in the background of my videos. Mm-hmm. That came from the my Craigslist purchase. Oh, okay. So I bought that. Nice. I bought that for twenty dollars, and the the person lived in the same state, and shipped it to me. Um, but yeah, it, it, Craigslist can be a risky situation because you know, someone could take your money and run. Very true. I, I always always say the buddy system with that. If you're ever going to meet, have someone come with you. Yeah, or yeah, if you're if you're meeting in person, definitely that's even that definitely yes. is a lot uh, a lot bigger of a risk too. So. Uh, never never go for a transaction alone you know even though it may just be pokemon cards you know you got you got to be careful about your safety so better safe than sorry uh yeah definitely better safe than sorry just use uh just use good judgment that's all absolutely um next up we have which i think is a gold mine that i absolutely love um and I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about it, and now I feel like everybody's going to be on it, and all the good deals are going to go away now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give out the industry secrets. But I love you all, and I want to discuss it. But it, it, Facebook Marketplace. It, it's, mm-hmm. um, I've gotten so many. find interesting stuff. There. I've gotten so many good things on Facebook Marketplace. And, and the good thing about it is you can search by where you live. I mean, every time I open it, I always see some uh, some pretty... Some pretty interesting uh, deals or, or offers up. Usually in my area where I live at, uh, it's a lot of people trying to to overprice something to, yeah. to get someone's nostalgia bite. Like I'm looking at Pokemon Master Trainer, the complete board game. It says it's complete for $150. Oh. Uh, but I know for a fact that my local card shop just put out a 50% off board games and they have one there. And I know for a fact it's less than 20 bucks. So... You know, if I really will want to get it, you know, complete, uh, I'm not going to pay $150 for it. So uh, and that's, that's kind of the thing with Facebook Marketplace is it's either something really, really expensive. Like somebody thinks they have this this hidden Little gem. gold. Yeah. Or somebody's just trying to get rid of something. Like they yeah. just want it out of the house and they will just sell it for the cheapest price possible. Those are my favorite ones. I mean that's that's the the steal of a deal that we were talking about. Is you, is you want those deals? Um, Absolutely. You want to give something a new home, you know? Yeah, of um, course. That's where I found my Snap Station was on Facebook Marketplace. I mean, I'm looking every day for one. <laughs> that's where I found my arcade machine, Facebook Marketplace. So you can find some good stuff on there. Absolutely. And you have to keep watching periodically, though. I mean, that's. Yeah, I check I, it. I check it every every like six hours or so to see what refreshes. I feel like the stuff goes really fast on it. Oh, it does. Half the time I see something new and I'll send a message, it's gone. Like they'll be like, I already saw. Oh it. yeah, some guys already asked way to pick it up. Like that's always what I get. And I'm like, come on. It says you listed it five minutes ago. Yeah, but it sold three minutes ago. And it's like, ah. And then I'll go to their pro- uh, their profile and I'll I'll direct message them and be like, hey, do you have any more Pokemon stuff? You got, you got anything <laughs> else uh, lingering about? I like sell? Pokemon. Please sell to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's how it feels sometimes. And you can make a friend too. I you can legit. Like I'm not even kidding. Like, um, I made friends with with some of these people that I've bought things off of. So yeah, that's the, know, that's the best case scenario, 
right? I mean, get get some friendship out of it, and that's that's priceless. So can't put a price on friendship. Definitely. Um, a couple more uh, websites. Uh, StockX. I'm not like crazy familiar with StockX. Neither am I. Never heard of it until. I think it's moment. really big into um, like shoes. Yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm not a big shoe person. I think they um, they just started getting into Pokemon cards. Yeah, so like um, if you Google it, StockX.com, uh, it says sneakers, streetwear, trading cards, and handbags. This oddly specific range of stuff, right? That is that is insane. We got everything you're looking for. All right, we got shoes. More shoes, uh, handbags, and Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay. I mean, where else can you buy uh, <laughs> buy um, you know a pair of Gucci shoes? Listen, and, I and, was trying to buy Air Jordans, but I also bought a Charizard at the same time and, and a Blastoise at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll put I mean, it yeah, inside like, my Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> I, I like there's a collectibles page here. That's crazy. Yeah, Stock sneakers, X. streetwear, collectibles, handbags, and watches. So if I type in if I type in Pokemon, I'm gonna see what pops up. Oh wow. Yo, they got hidden fates on here. <laughs> Six hundred and twenty four results for Pokemon. You wanna buy uh the lowest ask is seventy eight dollars for a hidden fates great ball collection. Even though the picture is an ultra ball. <laughs> so Oh, we have a we got a PSA graded Charizard Hollow. Doesn't tell me the rating, but it says it's two hundred nineteen dollars. So I, that's what that's I've noticed. Good, is it's a good deal. A lot of this legit. is uh, a lot of this is uh, PSA stuff. I mean, I get I get it. I guess it kind of. I guess that side of Pokemon would be considered like the similar thing. It's like a hype beast when it comes to clothing right. and merchandise. Like that's like the fashion. Like that's the high fashion of Pokemon cards specifically is the top tier PSA graded minty goodness, right? That would be considered upper echelon Pokemon collecting. I, I would I would assume, correct? Would you would you say that's I would, fair? Yeah, I would say that. So I, I get it makes sense. It, okay. It, it kind of so, makes sense. So wait a minute. So if you actually click on one of these PSA cards, it's like a category listing. So you click on the PSA card and then it takes you to the page, and then it gives you all the grades, and you can bid on it based off of the grade. Interesting. So I like I just clicked on Charizard Hollow 1999 Pokemon Base Set First Edition, and it says uh, lowest asking price two thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars for a grade <laughs> PSA six, but then Jeez. a grade PSA ten is eleven thousand dollars. Well, that's it. Just so 11? it kind of kind of groups it all in together. See, I'm looking at a PSA 10 Lieutenant Sarge's Voltorb for 20 bucks. Are you that's, gonna, a, that's a deal. Are you going to get it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Live purchase right here. <laughs> Live purchase right here. Let me spend 20 bucks on 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 this one Voltorb I I I didn't know I needed till right now. It's it's kind of interesting to look at, you know. Oh, just no, it's very cool to see. Um, just to they have listings it. for stuff that has no asks though. Which is weird. Huh. Because so I've clicked on a couple that have no available bidding. That's weird. Ooh, they got Shining Steelix. Maybe. Maybe. Nope, no no available. Dang it. 
one day. Yeah, I mean, so if you're interested in taking a look, I guess go over to StockX and see what they got. Um, I just I found it, I found it to be an interesting thing. No, this is very cool. I would have never have known about this or stumbled across this. This is so. Uh, this is really I, interesting that this website has this kind of stuff. Right. It, it's uh shoes, watches, <laughs> handbags, and trading cards. I love it. This is great. Hey, this I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm you all know, for it. More power to them. Um, uh, another website would be Poshmark. Poshmark. Now, I always thought Poshmark was very clothes-oriented. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I go to it, and I see some Pokemon stuff. Some of it's clothes. Some of it's cards. Some of it's books. I'm seeing a handbook. A lot of random stuff, so a deal could pop up on there. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's as interesting as the StockX one, though. No, that one, I would say, like, this. The, looking at these images, this feels more almost akin to, like, a Wish or, or like, an AliExpress, even though it's this stuff looks legit because I have some of these items that I'm looking at. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's interesting. There's now, interesting. I think they're all legit items. I just think it's, I don't know. There's a, a Pikachu belt buckle. It's pretty pretty nice, big chrome Pikachu. Why not? Oh, yeah. there's a why not on there? No. <laughs> <laughs> why not? I want uh, that one. I want. Yeah. I want to take the why not. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some awesome stuff on here. There's, there's some cool, a lot, a lot of shirts though. Definitely, there's cufflinks. That's pretty Definitely. cool. Definitely. So, so maybe, uh, maybe this would be a good spot if you're like looking for some vintage Pokemon clothing items. Yeah, if you want to be fashionable in the Pokemon. Where, be a good place there's, to hit there's up. some there's some cool shirts on here for sure uh i would say a lot of the designs definitely run maybe a little bit younger uh but you know doesn't matter you know strut what you want there's always there's always good clothing out there for someone there's some cool there's there's actually some pretty cool shirts on here i'm not gonna lie right see now Ooh, i'm also a... seeing some uh some speedos some Pokemon Speedos for for uh, days at the beach. <laughs> so. uh, last I checked, I don't think there's any official Pokemon Speedos released. Oh, they're definitely not official. <laughs> what I'm looking at, but they exist. They're they're out there. <laughs> oh man, there's some um, cool stuff on here. Now let's dive into to my favorite favorite spot to to find a good deal and to find those hidden gems, and that is a thrift store. Or a garage sale, or a Ooh. flea market. Those are the best spots. The and best I will spots. even add conventions. Conventions too, yeah. I would throw that in there as well because that's that's where I do the majority of my finding. Uh, it's either thrift stores or or conventions. I don't I don't have, I haven't gone to too many flea markets, uh, unfortunately. There's not a lot around me, but you're right. Those are I find those are the best spots. Uh, sometimes people think they have stuff that's worth more than they think. Sometimes people don't know what they have, uh, especially at flea markets. At conventions, most people know what they have. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to a flea market, it's 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 dealer's choice. You never know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, what have you? What what have you had the best experience at overall? Would you say? Oh man, um, I I I hit up Goodwills a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. You can get some pretty good deals uh, at Goodwill. Goodwill when it comes to Pokemon stuff, um, if you can find it. Yeah, that's the thing. You got you got to be on top of like the flea markets, garage sales, and uh, thrift stores because uh, a lot of the stuff 
uh, especially Pokemon stuff goes pretty fast. So it's yeah. something you have to check on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, but I think my last finds were probably about two weeks ago, I would say. Um, at a Goodwill, I found a Flareon plush. That uh, was it was the Toys R Us exclusive Flareon plush uh, that oh, came out okay. right before Toys R Us closed. Yeah, they were in they were in like those black boxes. Yep, um, I remember. I wanted yeah. to get the whole line, but I never purchased them. Got it for ninety nine cents. Ooh, with the and box. Then, no, no box. Oh, okay, no box. No, no box. box. Um, and it was in That's good. Okay. It, was, it was in good shape. Um, but then I also found a. Uh, Pokemon Center Magikarp Gallery figure. Nice. Okay. Uh, and those are figures are cool. Those are usually about fifteen twenty dollars. They got are, it. They're, they're a little 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 pricey for ninety nine cents. Ooh, you can't. I beat had that. to have it. Yeah, you can't beat that. It's a Magikarp, right? I already had one in the box, but I couldn't pass that up. No, yeah, now you get a loose one. You put it wherever right? you want, or I can use it to trade later down the road. I mean, yeah. You can trade cards, you can trade figures. Right? They did have a trading figure game at one point. Don't forget. That's true. That's true. I, but when I when I see something at a at a garage sale or a flea market or a thrift store that's Pokemon, like I feel like this need to rescue it. Yeah, same I, I, I I'm one of those people that attaches... I think there's a name for it, but like you give inanimate objects emotions... Yeah, and you and you feel bad for leaving it. It's and it so, becomes it becomes a problem with me if I pick something up and I'm thinking about getting it. If as long as I'm holding it, I'm like, well, if I put this back down, I'm a jerk. Like yeah. that's how, that's what it becomes. You're being rude to the item. Exactly. Like I think it has feelings. Like what I'm thinking about, like Toy Story. Like I leave it there overnight. It was sad. It didn't get adopted. Like all those emotions run through me, even though like probably someone's looking at me like it's it's just a toy. But no, to me, it's more than a toy. Okay, it is more than a toy. I need to rescue it. That's why I will perpetually live in like a man-child house. All all the stuff I have, well, it's like I've, I just can't get rid of. I can't lose an attachment to. Right. So I, I was at a flea market. I even posted this on my uh, Instagram at Real Breaking Nate. Um, I found a Pokemon Center Bulbasaur plush for a dollar, and one of its legs had some craziness going on um i think there was there's just like this stain on it mm-hmm. this like big stain on it and i just couldn't leave it like i was like i ha- I have to bring it home like i can hey. clean it up i can you know give it a nice little bath <laughs> we <laughs> give it a that, better home <laughs> we call that having character you know a little stain it, it stands out now it's a little character Right, and it's yeah. you know it needed a home. It was sitting there in the bottom of the tote. Now, do we ever get to the bottom of what the stain was? Like, is it spaghetti? Is it like... honestly? I think um, I think it had a sticker on it, like a sales uh, sticker on it at one point, okay. and I think yeah. the glue from the sticker mm-hmm. um, had melted onto the plush itself. That makes sense. So you know, I just I I wash it up a little bit, and then boom. Other than that, it was in it was in fantastic condition. And a Pokemon Center plush, you know, those aren't necessarily uh, on your cheaper side when it comes to no. to plushes. So not at all. For one dollar, heck yeah. A dollar? 
I'm, and I'm, I gave it a home. My home. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it my house. I don't live there anymore. It's just his. <laughs> gave my entire house to Bulbasaur. Hey, you know, you did a good thing. But have you had any crazy finds at, at, a, at a garage sale or a thrift store? When it comes to, like, uh, like a Goodwill and stuff like that, I'll usually find a lot of book-related Pokemon stuff, like, more obscure stuff that, like, it's not, like, too hard to find, but it's not, like, everyday find. It's nothing crazy. It's, like, different eras of handbooks and, 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 you know, stuff like that that I'll always pick up because they're always super cheap. Uh, Once in a while, I'll find some, like, really rare dvds or out of print dvds and then i think that's pretty cool like i find like i know like the uh the original pokemon movie the 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 first one on on dvd is actually worth quite a bit i ended up finding one of them for three dollars and that's a great deal (laughs) what those go for i'll find a lot of like like i i found the next because like i have the first two dvds that come in like one box set one and two uh, for Diamond and Pearl, right? Yeah. I've just never had any more of them on DVD. Then a few weeks ago at the, at the thrift shop, I, all these years later, find the next box set that has three and four. I was like, whoa, well, that's crazy. <laughs> and then I got them and put them there. I found this very weird, I, maybe I'll do a video on it or showcase it at some point, but I found this very weird, obscure Pokemon DVD video game. It's an interactive DVD game that comes okay. with stuff to play with. And I, for, I forget the name. It's not Master Quest, but it's something similar to that, right? It had a very similar name. Yeah. And uh, I just I, – I recall remembering it. I just don't full-on remember it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got it literally for like two bucks steal. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a done deal. You know, you, you just you, – you take those – um, and I'll, I'll find stuff like that more often than anything. Like I don't have the luck finding like games or like cards yeah. or figures or even plushies to that extent. Uh, but when it comes to like books or DVDs or stuff like that, I'll, I can find pretty easily. I feel, um, every time I find a VHS copy of Pokemon, the first movie, I buy it. <laughs> how many are you up to? I don't know. That's how many. I think I have. <laughs> I think I have three or four of them on VHS. I have my original. I have a couple more that I found. And then get this. I have a special version that's the screening copy from Warner Brothers. Ooh, nice. So all the, the only difference is it has a label on the front. It looks like the regular VHS, except it has yeah. a label on the front saying, you know, not for resale, screening, screener copy. Then you open it up, and it says screener copy on the VHS. Nice. Did you find that at, a, like, a Goodwill I or something? I found that... I found that at a convention for $2. $2? $2. And it's legit, and I love it, and it just sits on a shelf very pretty. <laughs> I'd buy that all day long for $2. I mean, it's a good deal. But, yeah. People it, don't people undervalue their VHSs all the time. It's one of those things. It's like every time I go to a Goodwill, I would always see a copy of Pokemon, the first movie on VHS, and I got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to buy every time I find one. <laughs> Every single I mean, time. for the prices it, it goes for, I mean, it doesn't it's really nothing, you know. And most of the time, they're not in good condition, but there's I, so many memories attached to it, you know. It's it's still a great movie. We save it. And for, it's what like ninety nine cents. 
Yeah, it's 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 not it's not a scratch. You know, it's not a not a big dent. You know, if you find one every time you go, let's say you go even four times in a month, right? And you find one, that's four dollars you spent. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a booster pack. You know, like that's not bad. I find that um, I don't have a, a whole lot of luck with garage sales though. Either do I. I don't have many garage sales where I'm around me for some reason. It's, and especially if you ha- if you live in a place that has seasons, so you have winter as yeah. well, uh, and not just summer and spring, um, it can make it harder for garage sales. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, like since I'm in Indiana, uh, we get hit, you know, fairly decently with winter. Mm-hmm. Um, Same here in Maryland. And yeah, and, and garage sales tend to stop about September, and they usually yeah. they usually don't start until. April at so the earliest. Yeah. So it's like a very short window for garage sales. Yeah. And I've never really had too much luck. Neither have I. Anyway, you know, it's usually but, I'll find copies of like the game boy games, you know, just the cartridge by itself, which I have plenty of. That's usually I think, what I find. There. I think this year I'm going to go pretty hard with garage sales though. I think I'm oh, really yeah. going to try to find some hidden gems in garage sales this year. I mean, I, that's, Hey, you know, you start I'm a making it my mission. It, you go out there and look. Go for it. I think you can find a lot of good stuff if you like. Commit to hitting as many as you can. I think you'll find some stuff. And if you have had a crazy find at a flea market, at a garage sale, at a thrift store, any of those types of places, any, s- send us an email at shadowlesspodcast at gmail dot com. I want to hear your story. I want to know these fines that you are getting and the deals that you're getting as well. If we, there's some interesting ones, we might share them next week. So, Yeah, or if you need to, yeah. uh, also take a picture of it, Ooh. tag us on Instagram. That's a good one, we'll too. We'll share yeah. it on our stories. Uh, so Ooh. email us, share it to us on Instagram, interact with us. We're Both Nate and I, are, I'd say we're both very interactive on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're applying to as many people as we can and sharing uh, you know, all the feedback and everything and um, all the emails, you know, we're reading and, and going through uh, that come to the email. So, yeah, feel free to do either us, you know, either of interact with us. We're, yeah. we're around. We want this to be as, as much of a community as we, we treat our own separate channels. We want our communities to kind of come together as mm-hmm. as one, which it's really cool to yeah. see, you know, the, the the breaking family and then the fringe fam, you know, coming together and supporting uh the big the bigger picture which i think is is really awesome and it's nice. all all about uh all about coming together loving everybody absolutely all right we don't judge anybody we love you all everybody around the world we love you all yeah every single one of you Everyone. um now we have an, a new segment that uh we kind of want to start doing on the podcast every single week and that is we are going to pick uh, each of us are going to pick a card of the week. Uh, and we're going to yes. do this every single week. And by the end of the year, we're going to have our own shadowless podcast card set. The official now, we're not, selection. Yeah, we're not making our own cards. We're legit just picking cards from any Pokemon set or promos or whatever. Just as long as it's an official Pokemon card release. We're picking those cards and that's going to be our pick for the week. Um, and then at the end of the year, it'll be like our 2020, um, shadowless podcast set. Yeah. I think it'll be really, really fun to do. I absolutely do. And feel free throughout the year, you know, to keep up and collect 
with these cards we choose. I think it'd be really cool to someone to like for every card we choose, they like build a deck with it, you know, or use it or, or collect it in general. I think that'd be really cool. It'd probably be hard to pick, build a deck with. <laughs> probably, I think we're gonna be pretty over all over the place. Uh, yeah, but but if you to collect if you can them, complete the entire set. Get the get a new binder, label it the the you know the the real breaking Nate and Jordan Fringe official selection Shadowless podcast twenty twenty set, and then you just every every episode you add them in order, mine his his mine, and boom there you go you'll be caught up to date. And if you have this card. Post it on your social media. Tag us. We'd love to see that you have it in your collection, what shape it's in or what condition it's in. It's, it's going to be in a square shape. We know that. <laughs> what? what condition it's in. <laughs> you tell if me any, Pokemon cards don't come circular? No. Well, there was that one time. No. There was uh, that one time, yeah. So do you want to – I mean, do you want to go first on your first sure. pick? Okay. I'll, I'll go first. And this is what I alluded to earlier when I said we'll talk about certain cards from Hidden Fates later. Uh, because there's a certain card from Hidden Fates that I think is one of the best-looking full art cards out there. It's a full art trainer card. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. The artwork is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at first, uh, it was it was worth a little bit, right? Uh, but severely went down in price. I think the card yeah. is worth about $3 right now. It's the last time I checked. And uh, everyone else was able to pull it pretty easily. Except for me. It took me like six, seven hundred packs to pull this card. <laughs> and that is the Hidden Fates Jesse and James full art card. I love the look of this card. That and is I can't believe card. it took me so long to pull it. Uh, but when I finally did, I felt good. You know, I was happy. I was finally content. But I also had to open like 700 packs to get it. So my hands were pretty sore. But it's a good card. And I like it. That's my official first selection for this series is, uh, is the Team Rocket. I'm kind of curious. I want to see... I want to see the value of your card. I mean, so I'm 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 going to go to eBay right now. Last I wanna, time I checked, it's three. It's probably lower. <laughs> it's probably already gone lower. I'm, I'm typing it in right now. Okay. Hidden face, like Jesse dollar, and James. <laughs> um, let's see. We got a lot of listings on here for about four dollars. Ooh, we're going up. Oh, not bad. Let's check these sold listings, though, because that's what you really want to do. Yeah, sold kinda, listings always. To kind of uh, get the price of it. So $3 is what I'm seeing. Okay, so right on the money. It's about still about $3. We got a P- I want to see a PSA 10, though. PSA 10. <laughs> $5. $5. Actually, it's less. $1. <laughs> oh, oh. How is it less than the regular? <laughs> um, so I am seeing a PSA 10 on here. For the full art Jesse and James for twenty dollars. Okay, I, I feel like an average cost for like the majority of cards is around twenty dollars in PSA. So yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. At least it's not five dollars. Yeah, you know? I take it. That's an easy. And if you're if you're trying to collect this entire twenty twenty Shadowless podcast set, that's a an easy investment right there. Three dollars for a for a full art Jesse and James. Absolutely. All right, so that's your first pick for the 2020 that's, set. There it is. That, that's a good pick. I, I'm, I mean, you, I like you, it a lot. You started off new. I'm going to go a little bit older. Oh, no. I'm taking us all the way back. All the way back. I want you to guess, because you don't know what I'm picking, do you? No, I don't. What, um, what year do okay. you think I'm going back to? 2004. Close, super super close. I'm actually higher going, or lower. 
lower. I'm going back to 2001. Oh, okay. Okay. 2001, Neo Discovery. Oh. Wabafet. Oh, okay. If you if you forget the artwork, go ahead and look it up. But this is uh, it is a rare from Neo Discovery. Neo Discovery was released in 2001, and this is my all time favorite Wabafet artwork. Uh, and Wabafet's oh, in my top yeah. five favorite Pokemon of all time. And there's just something about this card. And there's not even a whole lot of detail in the background to the card. No, just it's, uh, it's just kind some of just, bushes. It's kind of just Wabafet, and there's like a little bitty worm at the very bottom of the card. Yeah, I would say it's just like, you know, if it's not the hollow, it's just bushes, you know, a little bit of green. It's it, it's just such a simple card, and the hollow, the hollow pattern on it, it just it looks good. Everything looks good together with this card. Mm-hmm. So I am going with Wabafet from Neo Discovery as my first official pick. And if we want to know the values, mine's a little bit more of an investor because <laughs> <laughs> well, because cool you got to think back then we had first editions as well. So if you want a regular version or if you want a first edition version, you're looking at two different prices here. Yeah, you're looking at two very, very different prices. (laughs) So um, not PSA. A non-first edition is looking about $8 to $10. And then a first edition about $25. $20 to $25. Not too bad. Not too bad, but a PSA 10 first edition Wobbuffet. From Neo Discovery, um, I'm seeing about a hundred and thirty dollars. Well, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a big it's, jump right there. Yeah, it's just a it's just a small small uh, small investment. Just a small investment, right? Just a little one, not too big. I mean, it's all over the place too. I mean, here's another one: PSA 10 First Edition Wabafet, hundred and eighty dollars. That was a Oof. buy it now. Oh wow! Someone really wanted it. I mean, that's someone uh, really wanted it now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful card. I yeah, I, I really enjoy like the like Johto is my favorite series of of Pokemon in general, like design wise of Pokemon. And I think like the cards in the Neo area and the Neo era, yeah, are just like there's something about the hollows, like they, they just the, the way that they design the cards. I don't know. I I really really enjoy that set of uh, that that series. Of cards, so that's a that's a really good. Pick. It really is. It really is a, a beautiful set. The whole Neo era is still to this day some of my favorite favorite Pokemon cards, and still worth some of the most as well. It is. It is. So our first official picks this year. This year we this got year. Uh, the Hidden Fates, Full Art Jesse and James for you, and the 2001 um, Neo Discovery Wobbuffet for me. So those are your mm-hmm. first two official cards for the Shadowless podcast set of 2020. There you go. I say that's a hey, and you know what? We didn't even plan that either. Wabafet and Jesse and James. Wow. No, we Tol- did not plan. I that. just now thought of that. Didn't even plan that at all. It all see. It all makes sense now. When you're collecting this, it's gonna look great next to each other because it, it matches. will. Whoa. Okay. That was like a. That was like a mind trip right there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be perfect. Oh man. All right, let's uh let's wrap up the podcast with our question of the week. 
Uh-oh. So this is a question of the week. This is a question we are taking from uh, from you guys, from all you, yes. from all you, uh, all you lovely people out there. If you want to send in your question, you can send it to shadowlesspodcast at gmail and each week we'll pick one or one or two questions to answer here on the podcast. Um, and it can be about anything Pokemon collecting. It doesn't even have to be card related. Um, like I said, some episodes are going to be a little bit more card heavy than others. Um, but if you have something you want to talk about, Pokemon food, let's go for it. Let's go for let's it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to have some, uh, we're going to have some guests in the future. Uh, we've already been lining up some guests to come here on the, on the podcast and it's, they're ranging from all sorts of different Pokemon collecting. So yes, got, uh, got a lot of good things coming here. So Jordan, would you like to go ahead and read our question of the week? Sure. Our question comes from Andrew. Andrew says, hey, guys, my name is Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. (laughs) And I'm a huge fan of both your channels. Thank you very much. Thank you. Over the past year, I've started recollecting Pokemon cards and adding new ones to my old collections. My question is this. Which is better for grading, PSA or Beckett? What's the difference between the two? And finally, is it worth getting my old first edition fossil, jungle, and rocket cards graded if they are off-centered or flaky? Thanks so much. Cheers to the new year and the podcast. Andrew, I think that's a, a great question to a very great question. To start off our, our round of answering questions on the podcast. Um we are definitely gonna have an episode uh you know our where our main topic topic is going to be uh, grading Pokemon cards. Um, but I think this is something we can definitely touch on with a quick conversation. Uh, obviously, the two main ones that uh, are recognized in the industry and the community is PSA and Beckett. Those yes. are those are the two go-to. Um, I'd probably say don't get your cards graded by anybody else besides PSA or Beckett. Yeah, I, I would say those two are, are nothing else. Because if, if you're looking to have value to it, or to ever like as a, like if you ever had an emergency in the future and needed to sell them, or if you're looking to you know sell graded cards, uh, the market really favors PSA and Beckett over anything, and, and probably PSA the most. Yes, I would say PSA has the most notoriety. The professional sports authenticators, for, they are. I would say, uh, at least for Pokemon, PSA is the go-to. Yes, I I, I do think that there is a, a big hole. Now this year, obviously, Beckett. We we yeah. saw uh, Beckett kind of take a center stage when it came to Hidden Fates because of the elusive black label shiny Charizard from Hidden Fates. Mm-hmm. Uh, but majority of times, what people do mainly collect are PSA graded cards. Those are the the industry I'd say the main industry standard. If you're looking to to get the the biggest bang for your buck, uh, the most value for your collecting, you know, for your collection or how you want to get it graded, uh most people go through PSA. Yeah. I would say that's the the bigger, well-known and more trusted. Nothing wrong with Beckett in terms of not trusting them. Uh it's it's just that PSA I think has a longer legacy. Uh, in terms of grading the cards professionally, where Beckett has more of a legacy of price guide and and uh, just kind of keeping up with things. Like they ran unofficial, you know, Beckett Yu-Gi-Oh and Beckett Pokemon and yeah. some other Beckett magazines back in the day. Um, so it's it's really just a preference uh, if if you're just collecting for yourself. Uh, but when it comes to, in my opinion, 
selling or any other thing like that, PSA would probably be the way to go uh, to actually to get into it in that kind of hobby. Yeah. I mean, both companies have, have their highlights, you know, both yes. companies are, are better at something than the other company. So, um, but obviously as you heard throughout the podcast, when we start talking about with the Waba Fett and the Jesse and James full art, we instantly went to PSA. We, yes. we instantly thought, okay, what's, what's the PSA going for of that version? It's just kind of the, the go-to. And that's not to say that maybe five years from now, Beckett's not the go-to. Yeah, yeah. and right, right now, PSA nine times out of ten sets the market price on graded. Right, uh, yeah. The, the one time out of ten for Beckett was the Charizard. Uh, that was the one time where it overtook PSA uh, for attention and for profit and value-wise. And I think uh, but, a lot of it had to do with that that viral article going around yes. too. And that that was the thing that shot. If, if it wasn't for the viral article, if it wasn't also for the amount that it went for, mm-hmm. uh, it, we wouldn't be hearing about it. And the Charizard wouldn't have been. We wouldn't have seen the boom of Hidden Fates that we discussed uh, last week. Uh, but I, I I do think PSA over anything would probably be your best bet. Again, nothing wrong with Beckett. Also a fair choice. I think Beckett does more of a thorough grading scale a tougher grading scale and they'll give you all the answers upon the card of why it got a certain grade as to psa you just get a number mm-hmm. and that's about it um which is fine there's nothing wrong with that uh it, they just have their different ways of going about it and it depends on how you how uh, how you want to grade it i would definitely say i do love beckett's uh hard plastic casings better yeah, I, I would say my the, my Charizard. That's the only one I have for Beckett. Uh, is it's a nice case for it. I, I have two regular PSA cards. Um, so yeah, but, not, but not that I felt the cases of each recently to to determine. But which just like case the, I like better the, but, the look of it. But like w- with Beckett, they have like the gold at the top. Or it the, would look better if my Charizard had the black on. Or the, top. But or the, the gold's fine. I'll top, take the yeah. gold. I'll take the. I'll, it'll, it would match my Charizard. Okay. <laughs> it's a very it's a very uh, unique look. Yes, and th- and that's what I like about the Beckett hard plastic casing, yeah. if that's what you want to call it. Um, that's fair. But as far as it was kind of a two part question, um, and then Andrew asked, should uh, should I get my what was it Jungle Fossil and Rocket? Yeah, his graded? first edition Fossil Jungle Rocket uh, graded, even if they're off centered or flaky. Uh, probably not. I I I don't think it's worth your. It's investment not. unless unless you have like the rarest card then you could still in some cases make out with a card worth more than what it is now but in most cases you're probably going to get a pretty bad grade and it's not going to really be that much on the market uh, right to, i mean it, probably nothing not even more than what you send it. you're probably going to spend more money sending it in and getting it graded than what you would ever sell it for right and uh you could get you could end up getting a really bad grade back, and um, mm-hmm. that's just it's not going to really do anything for you if you're looking to sell it later down the line. Now, if you're just looking to collect on your own and you're not worried about selling it later down the line, then go for it. Yeah, um, you know everybody should make their own decisions. But in terms of value and reselling it, I mean everybody wants a PSA ten. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're just going on eBay and you're like, hey, I want this PSA 10 Wobbuffet or I want a PSA Wobbuffet, you're going to go straight after a 10. You know, you might you yeah. might pick a nine because it's a little bit cheaper um, and it's close to a 10. But, you know, 
no pun intended, nine times out of ten, you want a ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's very true. I, I for me, like I only I only try to go after tens every so often if I want anything. If there's something I have to have, I always try to go for a ten. Um you know, and I've only gotten one card graded myself, which was the Charizard, and it got a ten, so I was happy about that. Um, so um, I have three cards that are in total that, have, that are graded, and uh, they're all tens. So I'm, I'm three for three. I got um, a bunch of PSA ten Psyducks. I mean, hey, that's, that's the collection that is unique to you, and you're gonna have the biggest Psyduck graded collection there is. Um, and right before this podcast, someone outbidded me on a on a Psyduck card on eBay. I was no, up, I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> oh no! Well, we can fi- we can fix that. We can fix that. We can find it again. Um, it was a uh, it was actually a Japanese side up card. Oh, it's a little bit more a little bit more rare. See, it's the things that people are bidding on. You never think you're like, oh, it's the one item that I want. No one else wants it. Someone they hardly it. ever pop up on eBay, and it went. It was at like fifty eight dollars, and I already had one. I was just like, I want another one because it's side up. <laughs> um. But I was like, I can't go anymore. I have to. I have to stop. Yeah, right you here. have to call it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's definitely something important when you're collecting. You you have to know when to take your, your losses. Yeah, know your limits. Pace yourself. You don't have to have everything right now. Exactly. That's not the part of collecting. Collecting is something you continuously do. If you buy it all now, then you're just done. Right? Then you're done. Then there's nothing to look forward exactly. to. There's nothing to keep it going. So you, you start off with what you can afford. You start off with what you're most interested in. You set budgets and limits and goals for yourself and what you want and what you're looking for. And just be patient. Find the best deals. There's usually, for the most part, uh, going to be another listing. It's, it's only when it gets to the obscure, obscure items where you might have to jump on them right away. But not everything is like that. If it's a card, you'll probably have another chance to get that card again. And I, plus, I love listening to stories people tell where they got a good deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't get too interested in stories where people are like, yeah, I paid top dollar for this. <laughs> I want to I hear about that deal that you got. Yeah, the deal, the fight for it, the journey to get it, like all that stuff makes it not only more interesting, but a more uh, personable like item to you then it yeah. has more sentimental value because of what you had to do to get it uh the journey you went on the 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 negotiations the the length of how long it took you to find it or or whatever it may be all that stuff contributes to a a better story for yourself first and foremost exactly jordan i think we had a good a good second episode I think we had a great second episode. I think I think this is the start of something new. If I need to quote Zac Efron from High School Musical, uh, <laughs> this is this has been a blast. It's always good to chat Pokemon with you, but not only you, but with the Shadowless Podcast Ar- Army. What, 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 we don't have a name for our combined. I don't know. It, you know what? That'd the, be a good question for everybody else out there. What about the shadows? Do you want to be called the shadows? I don't know. I have no name. If you out have a there. good idea for a name, email it to us. Yeah, we may just pick it. We want to try to make this podcast bop to the top. <laughs> ah, see what I did there? Oh no! Okay, we got a little. We got a little Sharpay Evans up in here. Uh, All righty. Someone's trying to test me on my High School Musical knowledge, and it's just just gonna keep going back and forth. We now we got to get our head in the game. We got to finish this episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, where where can people find you 
Real breaking, Nate. They can find me on my couch watching High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Real Breaking Nate. Just search Real Breaking Nate on YouTube or YouTube.com slash Real Breaking Nate. And then social media, Instagram, at Real Breaking Nate, uh, Twitter, Breaking Nate, and uh, TikTok, at Real Breaking Nate. I love me some TikTok. So who doesn't go go follow me on social media? We're like and like we said earlier in the episode, we're very interactive. So um, yes. we try to reply back to as many people as humanly possible. As humanly possible. But Jordan, uh, where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube uh, at Jordan Fringe. I think my at is uh, YouTube.com slash Fringe Fam, something like that. Uh, you can just find me by searching Jordan Fringe. I'm going to pop up. Uh, I'm on all social media is Jordan Fringe 94. That includes uh, TikTok. That includes Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Please follow me on all that stuff. Instagram, I'm trying to trying to grow that some more. I'm trying to be as interactive on there, trying to post some more. Uh, and I really love me some Instagram, especially the uh, the people that are reaching out on there so I can just kind of share their stories when they reach out to me, like saying, hey, I, here's the feedback on the podcast. I love how great Instagram is for that kind of interaction. So uh, feel free to follow me on there. Uh, but, yeah, that that's really – about it, uh, I would say that's uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. How are you feeling there about that, Nate? I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Don't forget to send in your questions. Shadowlesspodcast at gmail.com. We'll have our next card picks as well for next week, and we'll have a uh, we'll have a big topic to discuss and uh, what is going on in the Pokemon collecting world as far as news. I think that is it, Jordan. I think Alrighty. I think we've said all we can say this week. Well, that sounds good to me. You want to want to take us out? I'll take us out. I love every single one of you. <laughs> we'll see you all <laughs> next week right here on the Shadowless Podcast. Bye-bye.